0: Hello and welcome along to another one in our series of parenting podcasts from Together for Families, part of Cornwall Council. Through this series of podcasts we hope to help you overcome any issues you may be facing because, let's face it, children don't come with a manual. Now today we're going to be talking about the importance of routines and we learn about ADHD. And please, please, please remember if you need any advice or help on anything we've discussed on here, please contact us via social media. Just look out for Together for Families. So, first today, we talk about exercise and the importance of getting active. Ella has some great ideas for things we can all do at home.
1: Did you know that lots of sitting down can be linked with health risks and can also result in a lower self-esteem and, for children, lower achievement in school? So, how do we encourage our kids to move more and sit less? There is so much temptation to sit in front of a screen, such as phones, laptops and the TV, that sometimes we just forget to stand up and simply move around a little bit more. This podcast will give you some ideas on how do we encourage children off the couch and away from their screens. As parents and carers, we may feel that making time for regular exercise breaks is just another job to squeeze into a busy day for ourselves and our children, but getting some kind of physical activity into your day has lots of physical and mental health benefits. For children and young people, regular activity can improve feelings of well-being, including lifting their mood, their feelings of calmness, and even improve their sleep patterns. Other benefits can happen to children's learning because regular exercise can help with their feelings of alertness and focus and help them to concentrate for longer during their lessons. It's really not that hard to get your kids moving. You don't even have to think of it as exercise. Just think of it. Just think of all the different ways you and your family enjoy being active. The current NHS guidelines recommend that for younger children who who are between 3 and 5 years old they should be active and running around for about 3 hours every day. Not that much really throughout a whole day. Older children and teenagers should try to be active for at least 1 hour a day, which again doesn't sound too hard to achieve. The most important thing to remember is that being active can be anything that you and your children enjoy. So, to make it fun, you could choose a different activity every day, or ask your children to tell you how they enjoy being active. They might suggest some new games they've played at school, and then you can all have a go together as a family. In fact, joining in with them with different games and activities to get everyone moving together can create a really fun family time experience. Hopefully, this would become a normal part of your everyday life and the special time activities that you can share with your children. To get you started, have a go at one of these ideas. Choose your favourite music, have some fun dancing around the living room with your children. You could give it a name like Disco Time so that no one thinks of it as exercise. If you like, you can transform your living room with some fairy lights or balloons to make more of an exciting atmosphere. By dancing and having fun with your family, you are all getting healthier and building stronger family bonds together. If you prefer, you can make up some simple routines to follow. You could try 10 star jumps followed by running on the spot for a count of 10, and then 10 hops on each leg. Younger children can also have fun with counting, and if you encourage them to take the lead, they may start to feel a growing sense of achievement and responsibility. If you can go out of the house to get your exercise, then this is even better. Studies have shown that whenever we spend some time outside, we are naturally more active than when we stay inside. Outside, there are so many simple ways to encourage your children to run around. Children love to kick a ball, so encourage them by setting up some goalposts in the garden. Other easy ideas are blowing and catching bubbles, a game of chase or tag, bouncing balls to each other or rolling hoops. All encourage children to move around while having fun and improving their coordination and strength. Don't forget to use any sports equipment you may have at home, like a skipping rope, hula hoop, bats or bean bags. As well as going for a walk, encourage your children to go on a bike or a scooter. All of these are great fun ways to get more active. Another important result of exercise is that it helps our young people to get stronger. Anything that offers some resistance or is heavy to carry will build their strength. You don't need any special equipment for this. Children can use the weight of their own bodies as a way to get stronger. You can make up your own simple workout, and include some push-ups, squats or sit-ups. By counting the repetitions and building on more challenges children can often see for themselves how they they are getting stronger and fitter and this helps keep them motivated. Another great benefit of exercise is the release of the feel-good hormones. They can make us feel more relaxed and less stress and also help us to let go of any angry feelings. And actually, make us feel more energized and ready to face the day. So, remember, any type of activity will increase the heart rate for physical health and may also have lots of mental health benefits too. The three top tips from this podcast to take away are number one, make it fun, number two, just keep moving, and number three, let your children choose any activities they enjoy.
0: Thanks, Ela and if you need any advice or any help on anything we've discussed on here today, please contact us via social media. So look for Together for Families, or you can go to the website supportingcornwall.org.uk. Now, it's time to talk ADHD and how you can support your child. Rachel has all the details.
2: Did you know... It's okay for our children to be angry, just not to hurt others or themselves, or to damage property. It is okay to talk about our anger. Did you know? ADHD affects both boys and girls, although it is less recognised and diagnosed in girls. Did you know? Children don't grow out of ADHD. They grow into it, as they develop their strengths and use them to become successful learners and achieve. ADHD is characterised by three main areas of challenge, hyperactivity, being always on the go and struggling to sit still, difficulty with attention, struggling to concentrate, being easily distracted and finding it hard to organise themselves, and impulsivity, difficulty in controlling immediate reactions or the inability to think before acting. Sometimes this means that they display behaviors that challenge because they struggle to make a link between their behavior and the consequences. In order to help them make these links, parents or carers can help them through constant reinforcement. This is called overlearning. Overlearning means that by being consistent and giving your attention, praise, and rewards to behavior you want to see more of, you will see more of these behaviors, and you can reduce behaviors you want to see less of. Today we are going to talk about positive reinforcement strategies and top tips that you can use to help your child's behaviour, especially related to the three areas of challenge that characterise ADHD. Firstly, research shows us that behaviour that gets noticed gets repeated. You may want to start by identifying the behaviours you want to see more of, and in order to do that you may want to use the behaviours you want to see less of and turn them into a positive. So, for example. Instead of not running off, you want your child to walk with you. Our first top tip is to praise your child as much as you can and to be consistent and specific with your praise, noticing when they are doing the behaviours you want to see more of. Praise develops positive self-esteem, raises confidence and supports the behaviours you want to see more of. Praise allows us to thrive. If you label specifically what your child has done that you like, they are more likely to do it again next time. And paying less attention to negative behaviours, as long as everyone is safe, makes it less likely that your child will do it again. Remember, your child may have difficulties linking their behaviour with these consequences, so be consistent and be patient and you will notice that your child's behaviour changes over time. Our second top tip is to reduce your commands to only the necessary ones. Less is often more. Commands should be clear, brief, positive and action orientated. Break instructions into smaller chunks, especially if your child is easily distracted or struggles to focus on tasks. This may feel time consuming to begin with, but you will find that in the long run this will help your child complete tasks more independently. Plus, it gives you lots of chances to praise and reinforce positive behaviours through overlearning. You may even want to try introducing visual prompts or timetables that help your child to remember what they need to do. For example, a simple morning routine in pictures could help your child get ready for school more independently and could reduce behaviours that challenge if your child gets frustrated with the tasks that they struggle to organise or focus on due to their traits of ADHD. A distractible child needs warnings and reminders too to help them achieve. Did you know you don't need eye contact to know someone is listening but it is important to check in with your child to see what they have understood. We often ask children, what did I just say? And children can repeat it back but without really having processed it due to their difficulties with focusing. Another top tip would be to ask instead, what do you need to do? That way you know that they have understood the instruction and they stand a better chance of achieving it. Don't forget to praise them when they do achieve what you have asked them to do. To help your child achieve and give you more opportunities to praise them, another top tip would be to give them limited choices. For example, saying, what do you want for breakfast? May be hard for a child to answer if they are easily distracted and struggle to concentrate. Instead, asking, would you like cornflakes or toast, means you are more likely to get an answer, and it is more likely that they will achieve the task of having breakfast. Or another time, you might try, would you like to play with Lego or your cars, which might help them to choose and focus on an activity. Giving children choices also means your child feels that they have an element of control which can reduce frustration. To further reduce frustration tell your child what they can do instead of telling them what they can't do. When you say don't run all your child may hear is run so instead you might want to try saying walk or instead of saying don't climb on the sofa you could try saying play on the floor. These are simple tips that can help your child understand what they need to do giving them the opportunity to succeed especially if they have difficulties with concentration and managing their frustration.
0: Thanks to Rachel for that. Now, after lockdown, it's been difficult for everyone to get back into a routine. I know my family have found the alarm clock especially hard to get ready for school, but a routine can be useful too. Nikki has more details.
3: Routines give your child confidence and independence. They also establish expectations and create a calmer household. So... Whether it's going to bed or getting up in the morning, predictable routines help children feel secure and learn behaviours more quickly. The question now is why are routines and consistency important? We all need some type of routine to establish a schedule for getting things done and to create a sense of security. Quite often a child will be fearful of the unknown. It could be a big change in their life, such as moving schools or home, or it could be smaller things, like having vegetables on their plate. Change is a natural occurrence and it's an opportunity to learn new skills. However, it can be extremely stressful for the child. Routines can bring security, comfort and consistency to a child's life. Our daily routines may probably include the time to get up and ready in the morning, bath times, meal times and bedtimes, routines for housework, cooking and cleaning schedules, playtime, family time and outdoor time. Consistent routines will not only help your child but it will help their body clocks too with many day-to-day activities such as ability to eat healthy meals with the family, normal bowel movements, healthy play and outdoor play, regular sleeping patterns, able to wind down from the day's activities. Because your child and their body know it's time to sleep, they are more easily able to wind down and rest plan what your morning and evening routine will be your children may get up at 7 a.m. go to the bathroom get dressed eat breakfast brush teeth and then play or go to school when parents teach their children to bathe and brush their teeth as part of a morning or nighttime routines they model good personal hygiene and health habits also Building in chore time during the week, having children clear the table after dinner or tidy up their toys establish responsibility and work ethic. Without set boundaries, there are no guidelines and living without guidelines creates insecurity. Parents are a child's main source of security. Children push the limits because they need to know limits are there and to know that someone is in charge keeping them safe top tips for routines decide on routines and boundaries together so that the times and places are the same whoever is caring for the child at that time be as consistent as possible within reason we are aware that at weekends routines can vary but even so at weekends you may still want to keep a basic routine in place as children will benefit from the structure. Uncertainty around what the weekend may bring may have an impact on the child's behaviour. You can be flexible on occasions, but it should be made clear that this is a special privilege. Be sure that the routine is fair and age developmentally appropriate. Use visual aids if necessary like pictures and sand timers to support your child with understanding their routine. This is particularly helpful for younger children who are not yet able to tell the time
0: Now thank you for taking the time to listen to our latest podcast and don't forget uh, to hit that subscribe button. If you do need any advice or help or anything, please look out for us on social media. Just search for Together for Families or you can have a look at our website, supportingcormall.org.uk. I hope you found some useful stuff on here today. Don't forget there's other podcasts you can have a listen to. Just search your podcast provider, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you're listening to us right now. Have a search for Together for Families and see some of the other topics we've been talking about. Thank you for listening. Take care.